Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooded. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. I'm looking up into the sky, be it a cloudy day or bright, clear night with the stars shining down. It may seem like Earth's atmosphere is a single, solid mass. But our sky is more like a lasagna, or maybe a trifle, with layers that ripple up and down depending on what's beneath them and merge into each other in different and interesting ways. Today, though, let's talk about the layer called the stratosphere. But first, we're all creatures of the troposphere. This atmospheric layer is where almost all of the weather-related phenomena on planet Earth unfold. Although the troposphere begins at the surface of our planet, its upper boundary is less consistent. Depending on your latitude and the current season, the layer's top might be located anywhere from 4 to 7 miles, that's 7 to 12 kilometers, overhead. Above the troposphere, we have, in order, the stratosphere, mesosphere, thermosphere, and exosphere. But let's go back and talk about those first two layers more. The troposphere-stratosphere boundary, or tropopause, separates two areas with inverted temperature trends. Inside the troposphere, the global average temperature decreases as you go higher. Yet, it's a different story in the stratosphere, where things get warmer as you go higher. 
eventually you'll hit the stratosphere's ceiling some 30 miles or 50 kilometers up. Beyond that point, the trend starts to reverse itself. Things get pretty chilly in the mesosphere. You've probably visited the stratosphere once or twice, at least. The region's hard to avoid for anyone who travels by air. Frequented by commercial airlines, the stratosphere is also a bastion of ozone gas and rapid winds, where clouds are scarce, but life endures. Scientists have found microorganisms adrift in the stratosphere. Participants in a study published in August of 2018 in the journal Frontiers in Microbiology designed and built an air-capturing probe that was installed on a NASA plane. The gadget detected bacteria whizzing around above the local tropopause at altitudes of 7 miles or 12 kilometers. UV radiation and extreme temperatures make the stratosphere a rough place for living things. To survive up there, some bacteria depend on sun-blocking pigments and protective outer shells. Fast DNA repair is another life-saving trick. Hitching rides on storms and volcanic eruptions, microbes use the stratosphere as an atmospheric superhighway. There, winds carry them across the continents at great speeds, allowing the microbes to disperse. The fact that life can tolerate our stratosphere, even for limited periods, could profoundly impact the hunt for, for example, Martian organisms. But speaking of life, other stuff in the stratosphere makes most life on Earth possible. Ozone gas safeguards this planet from excessive ultraviolet or UV radiation that's sent to us by the sun. Made up of oxygen atoms, ozone, like many sunscreens, absorbs UV light. Entire ecosystems would fail if not for that critical service. Our atmosphere's supply of the gas is mostly limited to the famous ozone layer, and about 90% of this layer is contained within the stratosphere. On a related note, the ozone explains why stratospheric temperatures climb at higher altitudes. Not only does it absorb the sun's UV rays, but it also soaks up infrared radiation from the troposphere. The result? A stratosphere that grows toastier by the mile. Okay, so the troposphere is cloud city. But be they stratus or cumulonimbus, you need water droplets and or ice crystals to make clouds. So, the relatively wet troposphere is a great environment for them. But the stratosphere? Not so much. By and large, it's just too dry to facilitate cloud formation. Still, that cloud shortage isn't a bad thing. The stratosphere combines largely cloud-free skies with limited turbulence, making it attractive to airline pilots. Indeed, most commercial planes hit their cruising altitudes in the lower stratosphere. When stratospheric clouds do form, they're sometimes created by the mixing of ice with volcanic dust. Also, the polar regions see stratosphere-level clouds during the wintertime. That's because the stratosphere is also home to the Arctic's seasonal polar vortex, a huge swirling cyclone with a pocket of super-cold air on the inside, caused by the big temperature contrast of air over the pole versus warmer air from lower latitudes. The vortex collapses every spring and reforms every winter, trapping the coldest air right around the pole. We've been hearing a lot about it the past few years because many scientists think that due to climate change and warmer-than-usual temperatures, the stratospheric polar vortex is weakening, allowing those ultra-cold winds that it normally traps to head south.
Today's episode is based on the article, The Stratosphere, Where Birds and Planes Fly and Bacteria Thrives, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Mancini. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.